0: everybody welcome to the punk till i die podcast episode number 218 yes i am no. of course your tanned host tom <laughs> and my pasty white co-host neil is somewhere there how are you doing
1: so you're saying tanned i'm imagining you're pink as a lobster
0: <laughs> no no not at all man i got a nice nice shade of light brown wow but i'm not gonna be able to keep it i mean it's still february michigan like it's gonna be gone
1: right yeah, and we're supposed to get freezing hail and snow and all kinds of shit tomorrow. Sounds like it's going well, to be like kind of a Well, Like two days stall. ago, it
0: was like fifty. I
1: was like outside working, my t-shirt. Dude, it was sick. Here, it was sixty on Sunday. It was, yeah, it was, it's been it was crazy. crazy. Yeah, for mid-February, it's crazy. Um, so, so, for those that don't know what we're talking about, uh, Tom was just away for a week in Punta Cana.
0: Yes, correct. Um, the, the famous place where where fat Americans go to eat all they can want, all they want, drink all they want and get weighted on hand and foot by semi third world slaves.
1: <laughs> that's, that's the way we like it, isn't it? That's what... <laughs> I don't know. You know, it's funny, right?
0: So I went to I was reading I had two books I brought with me because you do a lot of laying around. There's not a ton of entertainment. Basically, entertainment is you get up, you eat, you drink, you lay in the sun. Eat some more. You drink some more. You lay in the sun. You take a swim. You know that's that's life, right? That's life down there.
1: Yeah. So it was like a compound, right, with like different places to eat and bars yes. and stuff. Yeah. We
0: were yeah, walled yeah. into paradise. Yep. Um, and we, I brought two books. One was about Johnny Cash. It was good. I finished it. And then I brought this book that my daughter gave me for my birthday last year, trying to push my buttons. I think. Okay. Challenge my thought
1: with oh. this
0: very, very liberal tome even though she had never read it and i'm sure she would have some issues with it too but it's called in defense of looting oh boy and it's a book about the history it's, it's actually a fascinating read for the most part because it's as much as i don't agree with a lot of this woman's premises i mean she's a straight-up communist avowed communist you know
1: you know, see see how much looting they so, do in been, uh, under putin right
0: well yeah <laughs> exactly how they get treated well but um but it, it's an interesting book it's got a really rich history of like colonial slavery and stuff like a, a much more detailed history than you would get in school so i'm reading this book about colonial history and this woman is white but pretty much seems to straight up hate white people and literally blames every problem that ever existed on white supremacy
2: Damn.
0: and so i'm sitting there getting weighted on by these little people who are making no money while i bask my largesse on the on the beach in their country, so it was. It was probably a poor choice of book. Next time I'll read like, you know, Keith Richards biography or something.
1: Oh, I like how how old school you are, and you actually still bring books. You don't just bring an iPad with a bunch of stuff loaded on it. You actually bring no,
0: books. You, you you know I am very old school, my friend. I'm yeah. not big into that. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, it was uh, it was strange, you Neil, know, because it was it was definitely like a level of luxury that my parents never would have done so sure. i felt kind of weird about it because i didn't grow up like that
1: yeah I, i've only been to an all-inclusive once and that was in uh Play del carmen in mexico but it was very much the same kind of thing yeah so even though it's all-inclusive you still should if anybody's listening to this and you go into one you should still tip the waitstaff because like tom says they're paid buttons and uh you know, yeah, you, they, you tipping them makes a huge difference to them yes
0: the capitalists that run the place make us supplement their salary so they don't have to pay them enough it's true true These imperialists <laughs> but anyway it's it's funny because yeah we got a bundle of five hundred five hundred dollars worth of five dollar bills
1: yeah. oh yeah, you, you used... took with you you mean for gamble
0: and you 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 definitely get better level of service because some of the people don't you could tell some people, none of them enjoy their job, but some of them don't even pretend to enjoy their job. Right. But, it's, I mean, that's no different than, like, Target, right?
1: Yeah. Well, if, if, yeah. If you go to
0: Target, like, there's, there's always people who are good at customer service and people who you could tell want you to die. Yeah. <laughs> even though they're going to help you find your, like, your uh, cornflakes or whatever. <laughs> but but the weird thing is, Neil, the thing I struggle with, honestly, is it, this, of course, the weather is so nice that this isn't entirely true, but this thing could have been in Cleveland. You know what I mean? You could fly me to Cleveland, put me in this walled-in area, and oh. wait on me hand and foot. I didn't take any a ton, very much of the local culture.
1: I was going to say, so you didn't learn very much about the Dominican Republic or whatever?
0: I learned how poorly paid the laborers are. And everything there <laughs> looks like— Same as like, Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, everything <laughs> there looks three-quarters finished, too. Like, all the buildings are, like, three-quarters finished, and there's just—it looks—it's just so much rubble and so much poverty— but meanwhile, I'm driving, we're driving down the road in the bus, you know, once again, safe, safely in the bus. And I see these like little rundown bars and cantinas. And I'm like, see, that's where I want to go. Not with the rest of these rich, fat pricks. I want to be down there with the everyday man. But they probably cut my throat.
2: Yeah, probably. You'd like, be, I no, you'd be, no, you'd be eat, fucking
1: kidnapped, you know? dude. You'd be kidnapped.
0: Exactly. <laughs> we're not getting. we're not giving you back until you pay us 70 American dollars. <laughs> yeah
1: either that or they got some ridiculous thing like 6 billion dollars <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah
0: but um, yeah so it was it was interesting I, d- I don't know if i'll do it again you know we did it for some friends who were celebrating their uh, anniversary and we with three couples and uh we had a nice time and it was nice to uh get to spend some relatively stress-free uh time with my wife which is Hmm? I say relatively. No kids,
1: right? So that was cool. No kids, yeah. No. So did you sort of. In fact,
0: where we stayed, there was no kids, which was. Excellent. Yes, yes. I'm yeah. not really. I don't really want to hear your kids cry. No offense to you, those of you with young kids. I mean, I love kids. I, uh, right. You know, I want to have a grandkid here soon, but
1: I'm kind of in a different place in my life right now. I'm with you 100. percent. You especially don't want to hear that when you're in the pool relaxing at the bar. Airplane, I, dude, I, I assume there was airplane. a pool bar this, and stuff. This yeah.
0: last flight, because it was, it was all there was, was. A few kids on the flight, but not really any small kids. But last time we flew, I don't remember if we went to Austin or what it was, but there was a bunch of like babies on the plane. I'm like, ah. <laughs> Yeah. I have I have enough problems with my dog. Like if if the dog lets us get through recording this without making me get up, I'll be happy. The dog has gotten so needy. Neil Sheena is entering the final stages of her of her life, and oh, she's no. just. I think she's seen ghosts or something.
1: Well, maybe a she place, maybe a place is haunted. Stares at the wall of barks. <laughs> maybe a place is haunted. I did feel there was yep. some kind of something going on when I was sleeping in the basement down there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, the funny thing is, this house is a, is uh, about as old as I am. It's a year, I think it was built in 74. It's a little oh, younger than that. Okay. Right. And two families have lived here for the whole entire time. There's If there's ghosts, I don't know where they came from.
1: Yeah. Well, this is not that...
0: some 1,500-year-old castle that, you know, Dude. where we where we. Burned a king or something?
1: A, it's it's all it's all the ghost of those dead rabbits that you've beaten to death with a tire iron. I, <laughs> I did not do
0: that here. I did it <laughs> at my brother-in-law's house.
1: Oh, B, your your house is on an Indian burial ground or something, isn't it? I mean, obviously, Could be. yeah, Could from be. poltergeist, sure.
0: Uh, I think we would have noticed it by now, but, but.
1: <clears throat> yeah, you're oblivious. It's it's Sheena. Sheena knows what's going on. I guess yeah. she's so close to the spirit world, she can <laughs> see through the veil. <laughs> Poor old girl, man. Yeah, she's yeah. Uh, getting close to the end, huh?
0: So, yeah, we had a lot of a lot of happenings. I mean, I don't know what else to say about that trip. I don't like I said, I don't know if it's for me going forward, but it was something we'd always kind of wanted to do. But, you know, somebody like me and you know me, Neil, I'm wired towards gluttony and (laughs) drinking drinking too much and eating too much. So it's really like I like on Thursday. I'm like, I think my organs might be shutting down now.
1: (laughs) So so I have to ask. So how was the food? I e did you eat? Did they have anything that was like local, or was it all like American hamburgers and chicken sandwiches and shit? Well, the funny
0: the funny thing is, the food was in general pretty high end, but it um, it was always a little different than what you'd expect. Okay. But this place was very international too. It Mm -hmm. wasn't just. I mean, I would say probably half the people there were American, ton of Canadians, but a lot of Europeans, some South Americans you know so it was it was a pretty mixed bag so you could get a hamburger or you could get pizza but there was also some pretty decent cuisine we generally chose every night to eat at one of the specialty restaurants like themed
1: restaurants like an italian which were were
0: really quite good the the one that blew us away was the french one because we're sitting there going i don't think i've ever really been to a french restaurant i didn't really know what to expect so your course might be like two scallops or two shrimps or something
1: but they were delicious hmm that's good so you didn't have, have any snails or escargot I
0: might have had it on something but it was <laughs> you were no. too
1: drunk you didn't even notice
0: it was really <laughs> well that's the thing you drink all day right yeah I mean even the last day I'm like okay I'm not gonna drink today it's Sunday we're going home I'm not gonna drink and and literally I get back to the breakfast table and there's there's mimosas there right yeah so you can't you can't escape but there were people who went there and not drank I'm like why would you pay this stupid money and then not drink. So I, I, I don't know. So you force
1: drinks down their throats. Well done. Exactly.
0: Well, uh, I mean, the first day. I mean, I wish I had a tally. I should have kept some kind of a tally. Mm-hmm. Like the first day, first two days, I'm sure I had thirty plus drinks a day. Jesus, what? But by like Thursday, I was slowed down quite a bit. I might have been like twenty.
1: So right, <laughs> I didn't know. find your face down in the pool.
0: Well, <laughs> you take a little nap in the afternoon before dinner, you know. Yeah. But yeah. yeah and it was it's it's winter there, too. So it gets it gets dark, you know, like a seven. So like they close the pool at like six. So. Ah, oh, wow. OK. But but it was uh, the weather. I mean, you know, it's like 70 at night and just that warm breeze mm-hmm. and, you know, peak of the day, like 83, 85 or something like that. So it was just it was it really was the weather was paradise. No question.
1: Now, it's on the is it's on the Atlantic, right? Yeah. Did he go swimming in the ocean or did you stay in the pool? Well,
0: like one side of the point's on the golf, I think, right? And the other one's on the ocean. That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we swam in the ocean a little bit, but it was so turbulent while we were there that it was uh it was pretty hard to do, honestly.
1: Mm, okay.
0: So it, the one the one time we did leave the armed compound. I never <laughs> saw any armed guards by the way. <laughs> but it's all it's all these big resorts over there, you know? It's like Damn. the whole the whole place is built up. We went and did this thing called scuba doing
2: Hmm.
0: which is essentially like this weird little underwater mini bike thing where it kind of works on the concept of an air bubble so you stick your head up into this big like diving helmet thing but it's just an air bubble fed by a diving tank but you keep the pressure on it so it's always air there you know so you're underwater and you can go under and
1: see some fish and whatnot that was kind of cool I, dude, I have to, I'm hoping Cheryl took a photograph of this because I have to see you inside the fucking Scooby-Doo or whatever the uh, fuck it's Neil, called. Neil,
0: not only did she not take photographs, but they had a, a I, I struggled to use the term professional photographer, but they took pictures of us in the bottom and we bought the package.
1: Oh, excellent. I want to see them. You have to put oh, you have oh, to yeah, send dude. them. <laughs> uh,
0: it's, and it's, it's so great too. you get getting a little, like the short bus, the little retard bus to go to the your ex- expedition. <laughs> And the guy pulls you into this real shoddy-looking gift shop. He's like, ten minutes. Ten minutes. Like his buddies are giving kickbacks to bring the Americans to his their crappy gift shop. You yeah,
1: know? sounds
0: great. But you know, it's cigars, liquor, all that. You know, yeah, duty-free stuff. So
1: that sounds like uh, sounds like a fun time. Yeah, and the only thing I want to say about that whole um, all-inclusive. Yeah, English people, if you are listening, the one time I went to. Uh, to play Adele Carmen to an all-inclusive like this. Everybody knows that you have to tip the staff, or you should tip the staff. If you're a decent human being, you'll tip the staff. Only if you want good service. But, no, but you you should, I mean, you know. You're right. right. You know. Um, The only people that weren't, I saw, were English. And there was tables of like 10, 15 of them, and they'd order like a shit ton of drinks, so these poor little Mexican waitresses were bringing drinks backwards and forwards. Not one fucking tip, ever. So it's like, guys, tip your servers, God's sake! And they
0: make fun of the Dutch and the Scottish, right?
1: It's, I know. I mean, tipping isn't a thing in England, but they have to realize you want, you're not in England anymore. Is so, that real, is that true? Like, you go to one of these old pubs and you get a. Oh yeah, you don't tip at all. No, no one tips. Wow. Yeah.
0: Well, it is. It, it, the tipping thing has always been kind of getting out of hand. I know in the cities, it's worse. The bigger cities. Um. You know, New York, probably Chicago to a certain extent. But the tipping after COVID, I think, because everybody felt so bad for, like, service industry people. Yeah. The tipping has kind of gotten out of hand. It is, I mean, you know, you go up to the, you you know, you're tipping a, a buck a drink for somebody to use a lot of times pop the top of a. I can't.
1: Yeah, know? yeah. No, agreed. Agreed on that one. But, um, but yeah, just saying to any English people, if you're planning on going to Mexico on a trip to an all-inclusive, it doesn't mean that doesn't mean you don't have to spend a red cent while while you're here, <laughs> you cheap
0: bastards. <laughs> all right. Well, I Neil, mean, one of us should probably play a song. Yeah, so
1: you should, because I'll. I've got stuff to talk about, so my songs all play into what I'm. Okay. You know, well, I'm talking I'll tell you about.
0: what. I've been trying to keep up a little bit. I mean, it's it's the beginning of the year is always slow for new music. So there hasn't been a ton, but there's been a couple things that have caught my eye, and one of them is this band from Atlanta, who I heard for the first time last year. They're called The Hanging Judge. Are you, you familiar with them at all, or no?
1: I am not, but it's a great name.
0: So it's uh, one of the guys from Anti Heroes, who I think we've already heard enough about how much I love the Anti so I'll probably gush about them more today, and uh, one of the guys from the Queers later lineup, Cheeto, so... Anyway, they're a cool band, and uh, they just put out their debut album, self-titled The Hanging Judge. It's on like three different labels. I have not chased down a physical copy of it yet, but I want to. It's kind of got that tough Atlanta street punk thing going on. And the song I picked is... I don't remember the song I picked. Vultures. 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 Yep. So check it out. They have a couple EPs, but this is their debut full-length. Like I said, just came out early this year. So this is The Hanging Judge with Vultures. (laughs)
2: To the day we die
1: I was the hanging judge from Atlanta with Vultures there off their off their debut album apparently. And actually I saw a Atlanta band this weekend, but we will get more into that in a in a second. Which
0: uh, which show you want to talk about for?
1: You went to two shows. I did. I I broke my uh, 2023 duck. I actually went to two shows in 3 days. So um he broke your duck. Yeah, that's it's a cricket term. Oh, that was after like the a Jeffrey sex term, like, like, a,
0: like you popped your well i did that i thing. did that
1: too yeah i guess i did that too after after go. after backing out on a couple of shows and feeling upset about it i actually went to two shows this weekend so um this weekend was a two-day festival down at reggie's in chicago um called the sound of the street sounds of the Street festival yes um it was on a friday and a saturday uh, all day started at like four o'clock on friday i think like four till midnight on friday um fridays i didn't go on friday uh because there was no bands that i really wanted to see on friday uh get dead played and then a band called pinata protest i thought get dead would have hot would have would have uh, headlined but
0: do you know who you asked me what pinata protest yeah i have is. no idea see, who, who they who are. are. i've actually seen them they're they're like a latino like a mariachi punk band oh jesus what well I'm
1: just I'm just surprised it wasn't get that Surprised they weren't playing at the resort I was at. <laughs> they Basically. might have. How how would you know? How would you? To be honest, okay, that's horribly racist. Okay, um, yes,
0: I I think it might be guys from other like street punk bands. I'm not I'm not sure. Like so, they're 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 kind of like one of those bands. Like to see them open for a straight punk band, or see them in the middle of a bill with a bunch of punk bands, and watch them play their goofy music for half hour, it's not
1: the worst thing in the world. Yeah, but these guys were headlining. That's what I'm saying. I found that weird. I thought Get Dead would have headlined for sure. Well, listen, man, gotta bring out that chicano Ch- chicago chicano street punk
0: population I, I guess
1: so i have no idea how how crowded or not it was on friday um but saturday was definitely the better lineup i,
0: I would have liked to gone see our buddy jayhawk in infirmities i would have think it would be fun to see but i see how the lineup on
1: friday was not nearly as strong uh no and infirmities played second to the beginning at the bill so they played at like 5 30. i wonder if they i mean they're from southern california they must have did they just come over for that one show? I think so because I haven't seen them listed on any other shows. So they came yeah, over to play. Yeah, you'd think they would.
0: You'd think they would tour their way there and back, but right. maybe not. They came. I mean, to... You can't. You can't possibly make enough money at a show like that to pay for the price of coming over and going back.
1: Well, to play for half an hour too at five thirty in the afternoon. You know, in the evening that seems crazy, but um,
0: yeah. I mean, it's cool though. I mean, it's, I think it's the first time they ever played Chicago, so mm-hmm.
1: they probably played for a decent crowd. You know, I bet they didn't um and no, i'll tell you oh, and i'll okay. tell you why so um the saturday event i was i was going to go to or i did go to started at like two thirty, and even me at one time i would have gone for the whole thing because i like see it opening bands and that kind of thing but getting on you know my age now and stuff i i there was no way i was going to be there from if i'd gone at two o'clock i wouldn't have stayed for the for the last band which would be stupid what, right
0: what t- so what time did
1: you go i went actually went at five Because Poison Boys were supposed to be playing at five. Okay. Um, I texted Matt. Lucky, luckily, I did. Even though it didn't matter in the long run, but I texted Matt about four o'clock just double checking to make sure they were going on at five, and uh, he texted me right back and said we're not playing. We dropped off the bill because we had a family emergency, um, which was a huge drag. Because, especially because they were leaving for Spain on Monday. They, were, they had a Spanish tour planned. Yeah, I've been seeing so, some pictures. Yeah. So, I was like, oh, shit, I hope you can make, a, I can make the Spanish, Spanish dates, because I know they've been looking forward to that. So,
0: Neil, um, okay, so you, because you saw the pictures, too, and you know the band much better than I do. Yeah. So, was that like the rhythm guitar player playing bass in those pictures? It was not. So, yeah, those pictures
1: are a little weird, because know those pictures. Because the bass player was like a short-haired guy yeah it was an old he was an old him. punk dude heavily tattooed and he's yeah yeah, not... yeah like a face tattooed yeah, yeah. yeah so and, and they're normally a so was neither of those two guys no they're normally a four-piece and it looks like they're playing spain as a three-piece with a new bass player so i don't know what happened to uh the, the other guitarist and i don't know what happened to the so you don't know if it's player. just a...
0: Temporary thing because no of the situation, or yeah. if they,
1: if the family okay. emergency might have made one of them can't go or something, and maybe one of them couldn't get their passport together. I, I, I hadn't heard the band break. I hate up, family
0: emergencies, it? Neil. It's such BS. Nobody <laughs> knows what that means. Tell us what it means.
1: Well, no, I mean, I, f- I, I feel... mean,
0: if, if it's if it's really so personal that you can't say it, I get it. But if you, you know, if you got a family member struggling, people are more sympathetic if you actually give them a, a real reason than just say a family emergency. Well,
1: yeah. yeah. Anyway, that that's all I know. So, um. Take I, it from
0: me, you're a new publicist, poison boy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so anyway, the player in Spain is a three piece, which is weird. Never seen that before. So Matt's singing and playing all all the guitar. Well, he's there.
0: like the lead guitar player normally, right? He
1: is, yeah. So yeah.
0: they could pull it off. Yeah. yeah. It'll be fine. Um Spanish, they're easy to fool, Neil. They won't know the difference.
1: So anyway, I st- even though they, they cancelled, I still decided to go at five because i could feel myself as it got later in the evening and the dark was you know losing motivation losing motivation so i'm like you know what if i don't leave now at four because i knew it would take me a while to get down there if i don't leave at 4 i'm not probably gonna go so i did i left um but laura laura said she wasn't gonna go so it was just me and lydia's in virginia beach with her boyfriend so um i left i went by myself uh Oh Jesus Christ man We we joked about traffic In in one of our last episodes Fuck Four o'clock on a Saturday Going down to Chicago That should be Pretty easy right That shouldn't I figured that should be Fucking easy It took me It took me 40 minutes Just to get to Lakeshore Drive I have no idea why Uh, Ridiculous Just ridiculous too
0: many people Neil We need a plague
1: There are Uh, Totally
0: Uh, Yeah the COVID thing Was a big farce It didn't wipe out Nearly enough of the population
2: (laughs) So.
1: So anyway, I, I, get down there, it's, uh, I get down there. uh I get down there just a little bit after five. Um, found street parking, which was nice, so that, that was cool. cool. I didn't have to go to the, the Chinese uh, only cost you dollars. It was about six bucks actually, not bad. Because oh, the, nice. the only charge only charge the meat is till ten that or whatever. Crabby
0: day Yeah.
1: <laughs> um. So anyway, I get I get down there, and I hadn't eaten anything, so I decide, and because Poison Boys weren't playing, there was an open spot. Like they didn't push the other bands earlier. So there was really? an open spot. So I went next door, you know, to the bar side to the, what's it called? Uh, the uh, uh, music, music joint. joint yeah. Yes. And decided to get some food. So I'm sitting there by myself and who comes over just right out the blue. A fucking AJ from Doc Rotten ah, and, cool, uh, cool. and Andrew from Dr. Rotten too, came over and just sat down with me and we're just shooting the shit. It was act excellent. So, you know, it's super funny, cool. Right? AJ's the drummer, but he's like the one that everybody seems to know. Yeah. Right. He's the, he's he's the social one. Um, hmm. You know, and Andrew—I'd never met Andrew before too, but he was on the show with us, and he was a fucking blast. They were both. Andrew was they were both the really bass
0: funny. player, the guitar player, or what was? Guitar he?
1: player, not well, the bass player who made fun of putting stuff in his butt. Well, they have they have two guitar players, okay. so you know.
0: Uh, I saw the singer. I actually saw your pictures, and it, it wasn't really what I expected. But I don't know what I expected.
1: I guess. Oh, the no—they got a new singer. That's a whole new. That's oh, they a whole got thing. A
2: new yeah,
1: I thought the guitar. Yeah, I thought one of the guitar players sang or something. Uh, huh. n- no, they were telling me some stuff about the old singer and stuff. how we just up to left oh, town man. all of a sudden? And so they got this new singer and he's brilliant. Um, the, only, the, only, the only drawback is you saw him. He has the, like the bleached blonde spiky yeah. hair. Um, he's he got a really like Vince,
0: good, he looks like a young, thin Vince Neil. Well, he's got a, that, he's he's,
1: fine. If you look in our group, what he looks like, he looks the spinning image of, I don't know if you can remember in the mid eighties, there was like an English, like I don't even know how you would describe him, but a pop band called Kajagoogoo. wow, with a singer called Lamal and he looked he looked just I, like these, Lamal. Are, I,
0: these words are not even, <laughs> I don't even i don't even think these are real words you're using here Kamal, some, pe- some, people,
1: <laughs> some people will know what i'm what I'm talking about and I put a picture of this guy up on our Facebook group so you'll know um but anyway yeah he's he's he turned out to be a really good front man, so that was a oh, cool. that, that was a new singer um. That's cool, man, because I I
0: tell you what they were one of those bands that we had on I think You know, we have two kinds of guests the kinds that I have the kinds that I invite because I usually have cultivated a relationship with Them the year over the years or their publicist or whatever and the kind that you just sort of contact out of the blue Yep And I think they were one that you just kind of contacted out of the blue and I didn't know them at all But I've really come to like their music a lot. I got both their LPs and I really dig those
1: guys Yeah, I do too. So, um Anyway, I ate my hamburger and stuff, and then we jumped over to the other side, and those guys went to do, you know, set up or whatever, because they were playing at 7.15, I think. Well, that's cool. That's a good time slot. Yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, they're closer to being—this thing used to be
0: just straight-up street punk bands, but now it's really kind of—man, a lot of musical variety, right?
1: Uh, Yeah, for sure. Um. Maybe not by the time you got there, but Well, I tell you what, they could have done with the poison boys on the bill, because it did get pretty fucking monotonous after a while, to be honest. Yeah. Um but anyway, more more on that later. But I tell you, uh no, okay, yeah, we'll I'll talk some more and then we'll play well, a Well, you play a song. Okay. song. Alright, I'm gonna sing as we are play talking about Doc Rotten, and I'm gonna play a song off the first record. Um this is Doc Rotten with questions. <laughs>
2: Did you run? Did you hide? Did I stand by your side? Did you wait as the clock stood still? Where time goes? No one knows. We were friends, but now we're foes. Was it worth all the blood that spilled? Did you hate? Did you love? Did you try to rise above? Did you always want to do what's right? Did you laugh? Did you cry? When you said your goodbyes, would you listen just one more time? Then I think about it. I'm not looking for answers. Wait a minute, I got another question. Hold on, wait before you go. It's too late, now we're dead and gone. Did you wanna tell him no? It doesn't matter in the end. Should I leave? Should I fight? Do you wanna spend the night? And worry do you all tell his friends? Well, I believe I was gone. These questions are too long. This fighting gets another taste. All alone in a daze. Well, what did you say? Another of every day. When I think about it, I'm not looking for answers. Wait a minute, I got another question. Hold on, wait before you go. It's too late. Now we're dead and gone. All along, you proved that I was wrong, and with a smile on my face Please don't remember me, cause I been set free, and now I got the second chance When I live it all I can, no, I'll never pretend This ain't the worst, never bliss You don't write, I don't call, but I don't care at all It's just a bitter disgrace when I think about it, I'm not looking for answers Wait a minute, I got another question, hold on, wait before you go, it's too late, now we're dead and gone
1: the boys from new jersey duck rotten with uh questions um and it was they're funny
0: going they're going to europe too real yeah shortly or so
1: dude uh, okay so so our dutch our dutch
0: listeners who account for a shockingly large portion of our last downloads uh, yeah we should check them out
1: yeah for sure um those guys on the interview and stuff they were funny as hell and they come across as just totally goofy yeah. But fucking hell, those guys have got it together. They are a they
2: play, shit
1: tight band. They're yeah. tight as a as a Natsar's. And um very professional. AJ does a lot of the stuff for them, a lot of the figuring out and stuff. Like this European tour. Yeah. They had bought instruments and stuff over there and they have them in storage over there. Huh. So they so they don't have to take shit with them. So they're going to go over there and pick up their shit from whatever lockers they're in and uh, and they'll be ready to go. I mean, these well, guys, are, these guys are totally professional. It's
0: funny because you, when they came out, they did talk about how like they just they didn't have any idea what they were doing. And they booked a European tour and maybe even like Japanese or something. Right. Like they're just really ambitious and they talked about how it was disastrous. But the fact of it the is they probably learned a lot from those disastrous early tours. Right. Yeah, for sure. Probably smarter than most bands about that stuff at this point
1: uh i tell you what the next time we have them on because they want to come on again uh there's some stories about thailand that they were telling me which we'll oh, have to why which why we'll why? have to yes they're exactly that
0: well i had a sailor buddy who spent a lot of time in thailand and
1: i don't know if it's that's really appropriate for a family show but... <laughs> well seeing as this isn't a family show i think I it'll guess, be fine i think it'll be fine all right so let me get to the bands because i got a lot stuff to talk about um sure. so i missed the decade i think they were playing while i was eating but i don't care i don't know what they were or who they are
0: they were probably like just amazing like
1: Mic drop. Uh, yeah, maybe so. Maybe they were. Good old maybe decade. Um but anyway, I got there just as anti-feds were playing. And guess mm. what? Anti feds are anti the government, they're anti the CIA, they're anti the police. No. What are they so angry about Neil? Well these are kids, so I didn't you know they look oh, like really? they were That's cool. yeah, they look like they were like eighteen, you know, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. Maybe. I mean, to
0: you, but you're a senior citizen. They were probably, like, 30. No,
1: they definitely weren't 30. <laughs> Dude, the thing
0: is, that, so the name. Anti-fed. It's not the worst name in the world. Yeah. But it's sort of like if you were, like, a Hollywood director need to make up, like, a generic punk, <laughs> punk name band. for a band, you'd be like, let's call them the anti-feds, you know?
1: Yeah. Um. But anyway, you know, they I— They only
0: believe in the locals. They only support the local government. <laughs>
1: Yes, and no police force, so I don't know yes. who's going to take care of stuff, but there you go. Um, but they were, you know, they were... Ki- I'm going to call them kids, and don't be insulted if anybody, one of the band, is listening to this. Don't sure. be... Everyone's a kid to me. Uh, but, you know... they, yeah, they so were, calls,
0: Neil calls Charlie Harper a kid, actually. They, 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 <laughs> that's how old were, he
1: is. They were young. They were young and energetic and full of life, and the singer oh, had this weird... It was. It, it was... It was spiky. It was dyed red, spiky on top, and a long mullet in the back. Nice. So I'm guessing they were from Indiana or something, <laughs> and, then, and I bet they are actually um, female. <gasps> female guitarist on the right side of the stage, you know, Ooh. very right on kind of kind of stuff. Um,
2: huh. okay.
1: You know, but they were energetic and they were they were fine. They were fine at what they did. Now okay. that was the first band you saw. Okay, the crowd very disappointing. So by this time it's six thirty. And this whole thing had been going on for four hours already. Yeah, if
0: they were with me in the Dominican, they'd be good and drunk by now.
1: There was probably fifty people there at this point. Really, fifty? Yeah, and that's inc- well, and, and I guess
0: we can. I guess we don't can't look forward to a very good lineup next year. Huh?
1: And and that's incl- and obviously that's including people from some of the other bands, you know.
0: Yeah, there's so many bands that just yeah. literally the bands will half fill the place practically.
1: Yeah, so that was really disappointing. Uh, you know, fifty, sixty people. Um, you know, and the merch because there's so many bands. You know, where they normally have the merch, Reggie's. When you walk oh, in the, the right door, there, yeah. it was there for like three bands, and then in that like weird back room there, if you if you oh, take yeah, a left, that little hallway room. Yeah, there, yeah, so that's where Doc Rotten stuff was. So there was a ton of shit down there too. Like three or hmm. four bands had stuff down there. So, but there was literally nobody they're buying stuff it was it was kind of mm. sad um so after anti-feds uh doc rotten came on at seven fifteen, and um dude they were shit hot they were really really good they were super tight super professional um you know slightly different than the than your standard oi thing uh well they're just like a straight up punk band right yeah straight up punk band they got a they got a taste of a little bit of uh Celtic kind of Irish thing going on in some of the songs. Yeah,
0: and, yeah, that, a little bit of like a Dropkick movie. Yeah, or something. I mean,
1: the, the songs are just really well constructed and just really, yep. and they're catchy. They yeah, and, and they were just really good. I was, I was blown away. Um, by this point, maybe 75 people. So there was huh. a couple of people who knew some of the Doc Rotten songs singing along. Uh, but so... Did you plant yourself front and center? Or I did, front and way? left, like I always do. So you can tell from some of the photos, I'm I'm like, I'm like right there on the rail. Gotcha. Um, but not that there was a lot of pressure behind me. I anything, you know, Neil's the one with the bleach blonde hair. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's white. That, <laughs> what are you going to do? Um, so all day, I'd been seeing these uh, guys with, like, you know, your stereotypical huge mohawks or, like, sidehawks or whatever. Liberty like, Spikes and all yeah, that. Li- yeah. And it turned out they were the next band who were called Rotten, Rotten Stitches. They were the ones from Atlanta. See, now I've heard of them, but
0: I've never heard. Like, they're pretty well established.
1: From Atlanta, yeah. Um, obviously, they have, Atlanta, the, yeah. they have the look down totally right, the, you know, from the studded leather jackets. Very much sure. um, total chaos very much like that
0: gotcha um exploited family tree
1: and musically yeah they didn't do it for me at all because there was a bit more tinge of metal to a lot of their Mm. stuff I think broken bones or something like that Mm. um so so by that time I I just went upstairs and that was a nice thing about it being so empty I was able to get one of those like comfy armchairs upstairs <laughs> overlooking the oh, band. Oh, the back, like yeah. where
0: you can still see. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, uh, for
0: those of them into Reggie's, it's a it's a really cool venue. I mean, it's, it's a really cool place. There's multiple venues in there. But there's this like little like like a like there would be in an old theater there's like an annex upstairs but it's just got like old leather couches and chairs and stuff in it and you can see the bands down below it's pretty cool yeah
1: there's like eight at the front by the rail so if you get one of those you're looking straight down on the band and it's and it's you know it's a pretty small place so you you, you know a lot of my photographs you'll see if they're from up above that's where you go to was. take
0: a nap when downtown brown comes on
1: <laughs> Yeah, so i just bitch about <laughs> it massively um <laughs> So yeah, not much to say about Rotten Stitches, except for they had lovely Mohawks. Uh, that's there you that's go. pretty much it. Um, next up was the Subversives from uh, Minnesota. I don't okay. know if you've heard of them before.
0: Great hardcore slash scene in Minneapolis.
1: Um, yeah, so they've been around for a long time. It sounded like late 80s, early 90s, something like that. So, wow. um I'm imagining that the uh, bass player, who was this big, fat, old guy. <laughs> Don't be upset if you, if you hear me saying it. And it was kind of weird because he was trying to wear, like, red bondage pants and it didn't really you know, work at all. Um, but they were good. I mean, they, they were good, but they had clearly a lot of new members. I think the singer, they said it was, like, his first show. And uh, the guitarist on the right... Another female guitarist, actually. Funnily enough, they were all five-piece bands all night. Huh. All had two guitars. So the guitarist on the right was a female and she was in another band that I don't know the name of as well. Um, they didn't play that night, but the guy mentioned it. So the bass player, even though he wasn't the singer, the bass player was like the big mouth on the microphone, you know, making jokes and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And, uh, they were okay. The, you could tell they probably hadn't played in a while because they weren't the tightest thing at all. Uh, but they had some good stuff, some standard oi stuff, some standard street punk stuff. Um, and they ended with a cover of, I don't know if you know the D-Mob song, No Ro- no, uh, no Room for You. I've played it on the show before, actually. Uh,
0: it's, it sounds familiar. I'm sure I don't know if I heard it. Okay. Yeah, it's
1: a great song. And they, they ended with a cover of that. So that was actually really cool. And a couple of people in the crowd knew it. So that was good. Um, what else to say about them? Uh, oh, yeah, it was weird. So Subversives, obviously capital S at the beginning of the band. Uh, I saw the singer. The singer was it was like a little uh, African American skinhead kid, and huh. um, he had this patch on his jacket, and uh, with like with like a like a, a London what's that what's that font like London Gothic or whatever, um, old school Gothic, like with a big S on it. And it was exactly huh. the same as the screwdriver used to use. Huh. So I was like, well, this is weird. There's this black skinhead walking around with a screwdriver patch. But it turned out that's what the subversives were using i just, i assume on purpose ah uh. yeah, um so now' so they played for forty five minutes all the other bands up to now had played for thirty subversives played for forty five, and next on the bill was uh chicago skinhead an oi band from the south side called Fear City.
0: See, I know them by name. Yeah, they, by name only.
1: I think they've been going for like thirty years or something. Well known on the south side, and probably in the in the skidhead scene as it as it stands. Yeah. Um, but I have a feeling, and don't get angry at this guys, and don't fucking look dude, for they're me. They're gonna beat you. Don't, don't look for me because these were know. all big dudes. These are yeah.
0: Dude, I, I would just keep it to myself. They're gonna find you and they're gonna pound you.
1: The singer, uh, dude. I thought Scott was in the your your, your buddy Scott. I thought yeah. he was in the. I thought he was in the crowd because he. This guy looked just like Scott. He was the same <laughs> size, huge dude. Right. Um. He was a singer. <laughs> So, nice. but, I a, but I have a feeling that they were, I, well, they, they are an oi band, obviously, so they do belong in a, in a street street punk festival, but I have a feeling they were so high on the bill just because they local legends and they brought a shit ton of people with they them. They draw. Yeah, yeah, they draw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, they were good. 45 Dude, minutes. Dude, uh, you
0: haven't seen Scott for a while. He's going to, uh, he, I think you're going to miss him when you're going to be here in March, but he's going to, he and his wife are going to come down to the Joy Ramon birthday bash, which I'm sure we'll talk about later. Sky has grown a full beard.
1: Oh wow. Well this guy had a beard too. Did he? Okay. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, say. yeah. Um, the singer lost his voice by the end, by the last couple songs. So but it was one of those things where basically But
0: he just pretty much bowls anyway, like and barks.
1: Yeah, and they had a ton of their friends I like, got up on stage and stuff and I think the bouncers were too frightened to stop him. Uh, <laughs> so there was like thirty people on stage at the end. Uh, nice. you know, singing songs with him and stuff. So
0: for their encore, the oppressed worked together.
1: Uh, it was actually one that goes, skinhead, skinhead, blah, 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 skinhead, skinhead, is, is
0: it like one of their own? Is it like their own song? I don't think like so. A...
1: No, it's a cover, uh, okay. and all the songs were about typical. All the songs were about being Unity, a skinhead, and
0: betrayal. Not, uh... not
1: even that. Just about being a skinhead, basically. Oh. <laughs> that, was <laughs> that, that was like the chorus of every song, which is interesting because you don't see that in any other subgenre where people well, it's, just it's sing about.
0: It's funny because I actually, I really don't mind a little bit of that.
1: Oh, I don't either. But it's like every song. It was but kind yeah, of funny. no,
0: I, I get it. But like, if I get a good mix of punk stuff going, you know, I, I don't mind hearing a little of the classic, the traditional skinhead type music, but it's a very niche, niche thing. So,
1: so by now it's uh, <clears throat> 11 o'clock, uh, lower class brats come on. Um, they sounded great bones the singer comes on he had his bowler hat and all that kind of stuff he looked mm. man he's he's not as old as me but he's getting there but man he looked thin and fit and the band were great mm. um i guess him and the guitar player were the only two original members but okay. the other guys have been in the band for a while they too. got a
0: new they got a new fully coming out later this year hopefully yeah. we can we can have one of them on Probably yeah bones. for sure
1: bones yeah for sure yeah he's very i know. have the new
0: single mark sent me some stuff i got it while i was gone mark from tko sent neil yep. and i both both package records very nice of him makes this almost worth doing the time we put into this. And uh I got the new single. I don't know if that was in your package or not. But Yeah, and
1: they played that. because um, all
0: the young dudes are pissed.
1: Yeah, which is all about glam bands from the from the seventies and stuff. It's actually a very, very good song. But I'm not gonna play that. I'm gonna play another glam song they do called Glam Bastard. Um but Bones was super demonstrative. You know, you can tell he's been doing this for a long time. He owned the stage. Uh you know, he was great very energetic but i did leave i left probably 40 45 minutes into the set um that that means 10 minutes no it was like 45 minutes cuz it was i mean
0: they were only playing like an hour right i mean they're not playing 2 hours or
1: right something. they played uh they came on at 11 and, like actually, actually, they came on a little early because Fear City uh, stopped early because the singer lost his voice. So they probably came they on at ten early to eleven. Stopped early because they
0: ran out of songs about being skinheads. <laughs>
1: yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, so they came on at ten to eleven, and I probably left at like eleven thirty. So no, I'm oh, sure. I'm go. sure they still had a lot of songs left to go. But I, was, I, uh, I was beat, I'm actually, man. I if, was beat. if
0: you're telling the truth, that's pretty good for you.
1: It was, it, dude. I was there from five, considering there. Yeah, I was there, there, yeah, five, I was there no. six and a half hours. You know back was killing me what can I, what can you tell you
0: dude it is bad isn't it standing on those freaking hard floors i i just just started to bother me recently
1: well i figured it out as well it's not it's not even that it's because the floor is slanted so you're not oh, standing it, yeah, red you're just, not standing red. you're not standing straight so it's putting
0: but even even like uh the pyramid scheme or somewhere i go where it's just flat as a pancake i just i mean, like i guess i can't wear just vans or converse anymore i guess i right. gotta i'm gonna start wearing like orthopedic, uh, <laughs> big white <laughs> puffy don't have
1: to, shoes.
0: You don't, have to, dude, you don't have to start wearing suburban dad shoes. I'm going to start wearing my new
1: balance. Yeah, there you go. Show. Yeah. your big white new balance. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so it was a good night. I spoke to, uh, AJ and Andrew again a couple times throughout the night and they want to come back on the show and have Dave as the singer. Be good. Um, yeah. so, no, uh, be good. yeah. So anyway, I'm going to play a song now. I'm going to play uh glam bastard, uh, by lower class brats. Cause I like it a lot. So yeah, glambasted here. lower class brats with clambastic. That's that's a little older track older song. Yeah from right? like, like ninety eight, something like that, yeah, I think. But I, but I I think love I it. Yeah. Um and uh, actually the, the the main riff is is ripped off from uh oh geez, who's that old early seventies band that you always used to get into arguments with John about the Hoople.
0: Oh Hawkwood? Oh Mata Hoople the yeah. Hoople yeah
1: yeah that's 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 the main riff. It's actually a great song. I love it. Mm. So anyway so that was Sounds so, of the Street Festival. I made it home by uh, whew, I made it home by midnight. It's, no, probably like twelve fifteen or something. So that was my Saturday.
0: And now a word from our sponsors.
3: Mercury 458 means more of everything. More of everything.
0: At the top of the Big
2: M line for 1958, Mercury introduces an all-new series—the biggest, most luxurious, most powerful Mercury series ever built—the Park Lane. Magnificence Unlimited, the ultimate in distinction and splendor. More of everything, more of everything. More riding comfort. In the park lane, you luxuriate in the silent world of limousine luxury. Library quiet, mile after mile. More new performance with the most advanced engine today. The new 360-horsepower Marauder V8 with cool power design. This week, see the park lane. Magnificence Unlimited. Mercury 458 means more of everything, more of everything, more
1: of everything. So I I told you earlier on there was probably only like 50 people there. So for lower class Bratz there was probably 120. Okay. So there was more people but Reggie's wasn't by any means full. I, I was
0: getting the feeling a few years ago that Detroit wasn't getting super good attendance on their punk shows and I but I thought that Chicago was better but maybe Chicago not better. You know it's
1: well we'll so get in, been, we'll it's get, get into, into that.
0: that. Been real hit or miss.
1: We'll get into that in a minute. But yes, I was disappointed. I thought Sounds of the Street would be really really full and like I said it was kind of it was kind of the opposite which was which was weird. I mean, I know lower class brats aren't fucking uh you know huge but uh not like Green Day or something but you know it's still there's still a name that's been out there well, for that's a, long a that's time that's the so.
0: problem it's that stupid Metro's having their what 40th anniversary or something yeah and they're having all these huge bands in there yeah like Alkaline Trio Green Day played there Metallica played there last year I mean it's just like what the heck man Metro's really pulling the coup.
1: yeah there was also a punk show out in um somewhere else in Chicago that night too one of the western suburbs because I know our friend Jason Baygood was playing it so maybe oh, that yeah, split yeah, but that the crowd
0: was small, that was a small show though
1: yeah well I'm just thinking maybe it split some of the crowd that would have no, otherwise offense, been Ch- there. no offense
0: Jason I don't think you yeah. it, but it was like a taco and punk thing or something yeah
1: that's exactly right yeah i'm yeah. sure it was
0: fun but it yeah. was definitely yeah it was definitely a smaller show
1: so anyway i don't know if i'd go again next year It'd have to be a really good time well go. I i'll try to, to do it again maybe year.
0: maybe i'll come in next year maybe we'll really talk it up next year oh
1: well, that was another thing too being and, there and by, the
0: guys from fear city will just pound us
1: being there by myself kind of sucked too to be honest
0: yeah. For six for sure. hours,
1: you know? Even though I was. The Duck Rotten guys were very cool, but, you know, it was. That was kind You're of. You're like, can, I be, can, can we pretend we're closer friends than we are yes, so can, I can hang can we, out with like, you? Be... Can I, like, sell your <laughs> well, merch or something? But that was weird. I didn't want to do that too much for those guys, though, you know? I sure. didn't want to hang all over them all night, so, you know. Pretty much. Anyway, so I tell you what, why don't you play a song, and then I'll get on to the second show that I went to this week.
0: Okay. This song is going to actually preview what neil's going to talk about here in a minute so our pals in raging nathan's have a new album that just came out even though it doesn't appear to be the vinyl is not available yet or not something available yet right um but it's their one two is it their fifth
1: full length? yeah they had four albums on display when i saw them but they didn't have that one so it must be the their, fifth yeah. i
0: think it's their fifth yeah. full length go with about tw- and about 20 singles or so now um but it's called still spitting blood so let's play the uh another like i said another solid contender one of those you know albums what we'll to look at when the year's over probably to uh right up there with hanging judge even though it's very different musically um so let's uh, play raging nathan still spitting blood
1: from uh, Dayton, Ohio there, the Raging Nathans with Still Splitting, Still Splitting? Still Spitting Blood. So there you go. Uh, Yes. So getting on to my second show in three days. um, Teenage Bottle Rocket were playing a show on Monday, February 13th. They were playing a Valentine's Day show on Monday the 13th. In Chicago but Reggie's. A pre-Valentine's Pre-Valentine's Day, day show. show. Uh, because apparently they were... F- Man, everyone is touring Europe. So they were leaving for Spain the next day, much like our friends Poison Boys. Um, and so they must have been flying out of O'Hare, so they decided to play a show in Chicago the night before, right? Makes sense, I guess. Make some money. Sure. So um, they were playing, and it was a great bill, because it was them, Raging Nathans, who I'd never seen before... And a, I and a chicago band called won't stay dead
0: okay now i've heard of them but i haven't seen them yet so
1: uh yeah so i we decided to like a go, horror punk pop punk horror exactly punk kind of thing, exactly right? yeah 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 uh so almost last minute I, I hadn't bought tickets or anything so last minute we just decided to go down there on monday night laura went with me and um we actually had a really really good time it was almost the polar opposite of what it had been on saturday um driving down to reggie's was a breeze (laughs) i don't know why on a monday night uh it was easy but we were down there and like we were to reggie's in like 30 minutes which is which is totally crazy right again found street parking right right next door to reggie's um as soon as we got out the car uh bill uh from siren records mchenry one of our favorites um he stopped me and on the street he was hanging around outside having a smoke and uh so we said hello to him and his uh some of his kids were there too you know because they're huge teenage bottle rocket fans right they they know yep. all those guys <clears throat> so bill was actually sporting a punctual die sweatshirt which Boy, was bill nice.
0: went all the way down to the braggies huh? yeah good for him yeah
1: so he was he was sporting one of our sweatshirts too which was cool oh, nice. so i was wearing it he was wearing it um so immediately you know i'd seen more people than i knew on saturday i hadn't even been in the club yet so that was cool um went in there was th- more people there already and this was it didn't it started at? let's see opened at seven the show was at eight so we got there about seven forty-five, and there was already at least 100 people there so there was more people there than than there had been most of sounds of the street uh because i didn't know how it would do on a monday night you know day after the super well, bowl and they
0: play the city so often
1: yep that too yeah so I did I really didn't know how it would do but um it did very very well. Well maybe it's all those MXPX fans Neil that saw him at that big house of blues. Show. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe so. Um lots of kids there which was which was interesting. Mm, which is annoying. Uh, <laughs> I mean, good. <laughs> so um you know, I get in there and then right away also the uh Capcom Heroes guys are there. Jimmy and his wife and uh I think the Oh cool maybe one of the other one of the other guitarists I think was there too, so you know, shot the shit with them for a while. Um
0: That drummer seems like a party guy. The tall, tall, thin drummer was he yeah, there? Yeah, may,
1: maybe maybe he was there. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like I said it was getting it was getting pretty crowded in there, so I I couldn't uh I couldn't see. Um and then <laughs> it turned out Josh and Raging Nathans came over. Because I'd said to him earlier, I'd been texting him earlier, asking him what time they were going on and stuff. And I said, well, I'll be there in my, in my Punk Till light eye sweatshirt. Come and say hello. So he came up and, and he, he brought his wife. They were going to stay overnight in Chicago, I guess. And so he came over to say hello too. And even though we've had him on the show before, I had never met him. So um, he just came up and just started talking immediately and at first i actually didn't realize who it was to be honest but uh super cool guy he met him and his wife were just lovely we spoke for about 30 minutes yeah i'd only met him
0: i'd met him really really briefly you and i were together but you didn't meet him when we went and saw the circle jerk show last spring oh yeah yeah at the vic i ran into him and you know same thing just said just just said little real quick i didn't have time to, to talk to him necessarily yeah, no. but so, i mean
1: super super cool guy we've talked about old shows yeah. and he went to see. A... I'd met him. One, I'd met him
0: once or twice before because like I've actually seen him play with other bands. I just never seen him play with the Nathans.
1: Yeah, we had a, we had a lot of fun discussing that Black Flag tour that came through because he saw it somewhere else. Ah. So we had a lot of fun. Dude, do you know, fun you're
0: going to go see him play the, the My War <laughs> album. in It's entirety. Well,
1: no, you know they're playing two sets that night, right? They're playing My War and they're yeah. playing another set.
0: And then greatest greatest
1: hits. So they do not to share the money I mean, with why anybody they else. Play
0: some of their greatest. Why <laughs> did they play the greatest hits
1: with <laughs> Fucking assholes.
0: Fucking
1: Anyway, Josh was lovely. Um, and I uh, talked to him for a while. And then the first band came on. Yeah, uh, won't stay dead. Uh, they were excellent. They were a f- female friend. Uh, f- actually, two females in the band, bass player and two the guitar. Two females in the band. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Uh, all gothed out. Um, of course,
0: there was the bass player in the singer. Yep.
1: And she plays guitar, too. um oh, okay. they were all dressed in True. all dressed in black, four or five piece or four what? piece okay four piece they were all dressed in black, and the guitarist on the right who was uh on the on actually on the left who was male, uh but he was wearing like a black shirt with a red tie, so they all kind of matched. it was very cool oh, uh cool. and um they were really good, actually, it was like yeah punky gothy kind of thing, but it was fast uh it wasn't mm. it wasn't slow, like a lot of Doomy, it wasn't like doomy. A,
0: it wasn't like a rockabilly kind of thing or a psychobilly kind of thing.
1: Well, it wasn't that, but it also wasn't like the doomy goth. Like you know, you get a Joy Division ripoff band or a Bauhaus ripoff ah. band. It wasn't slow like that. It was, uh it was fast.
2: Yeah. And
1: some of these kids in the crowd, dude, fuck. I don't know if they came with Bill with Bill's party. I'm I'm guessing Bill came in a like a, a big bus or something.
0: Like the retard bus, <laughs> like I talked about earlier, just pack full of, pack packed
1: full, of children. kids. Because some of these kids, who, packed
0: full of feral children that he pulled off the mean streets of uh, McHenry. It, it
1: was like they'd been sniffing fucking cocaine all night because they went off like a fucking firecracker. This one kid was like doing like spins in the air and kicks and shit, and uh, it, it, it was it was it was super entertaining watching them. But I, I don't know, man. It was uh, it was like like no one was expecting it because it was kind of it was kind of an, kind of an old we, we were
0: having. We were having this conversation with Mike the Mailman who's a little younger than I am, I think he's like early 40s, but he was talking about how he went to a hardcore, he's like, have you guys just been to a hardcore show lately? It's like, they're doing judo, or they're doing karate. And I'm like, I've seen that. Like, yeah. the kids are just doing, like, kick yeah. flips and just going
1: wild. So it wasn't as bad as that, man. but this guy was, he had a lot of moves, too, man. This kid, this kid was good, but um, no one in the crowd... W- <laughs> he was like the Michael Jackson <laughs> of <horror laughs> Yeah, pretty much. No one in the crowd was expecting it. So we were all kind of taken aback when, like, this little, like, Pit opened up, and like no one was like the grumpy old guys weren't weren't ready for it at all, especially for the opening band, right? You never you never normally expect sure. that, but anyway, won't stay dead. I mean, Bottle Rocket aren't exactly a mosh pit band for right? You know, yeah. So um... I mean, they're a punk. They're no, I don't know, So won't stay dead have like I don't know if they said they have an EP coming out soon on vinyl. I think it's called oh it's it's some takeoff on the okay. three hits from hell or whatever the Misfits thing. Uh, it was some kind of takeoff on that name.
0: Oh, I might. Okay, I might have been. I might have been getting ads for that on my like news feed on Facebook or something. I have to check that. Yeah, out. Yeah,
1: I mean they, they were great, and, okay. and at one point they both like uh, both the girls put on blood capsules or something, like chewed on blood capsules because all had like fake blood running down their mouths and stuff. It was it was entertaining show. They they didn't overstay their welcome, which was good. Huh. And uh, I'm actually gonna play a song. I'm actually gonna play a song by them that's gonna be on that three Let's EP, do it. I think. This is Won't Stay Dead with You Will Kill Again. There's the dog.
2: You have killed me.
1: that was won't stay dead with you will kill again and uh like i said they were they were excellent um next up
0: all right i i screamed at sheena off mic so we'll see if we get another segment in before i have to go later outside all right
1: no no worries if you do you do um Next, next up was Raging Nathan's. They cleared the stage and stuff like that. So um, I, for "Won't Stay Dead," I was like actually front stage middle, which was unusual for me. But for Raging Nathan's, mm. I moved front. You wanted to stand next to the kid with the weird dance. Front you know. left. I kind of got out the way. I, I kept my eyes on him, so I kind of got out the way because you know I'm always afeard of uh, you know my buddy Jason. You've met Jason the brewery, Jason the uh, yep, yep. illuminated brewer. Is he there? No, but at one time at a judge show at Beat Kitchen. He was standing to the side, and some slam dancing buffoon uh, fell over or something and hit him in the back of the knee and did his ACL. So ah. I'm always very. But uh, that's a
0: judge show. I mean, those those are. I mean, that's a violent show, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, I'd imagine. But some of these kids, like this one kid, who was talking about, he knew what he was doing. But there was also a lot of goony, just fucking younger kids who were just running ah. around in circles, like they all on riddling or something. Um, riddling <laughs> punks, we'll call them um so Raging Nathans came on and they were excellent they were absolutely excellent I'd never seen them before uh he Josh made a Josh made a comment of you know I don't know how we're going to play for 45 minutes uh so it did seem like they were plumbing there luckily they have a big catalog right but they do they have a huge yeah.
0: catalog but they probably have yeah they probably have a 12 song set 30 yeah. minute set normally they every
1: night. yeah so they, so they had to extend that a little bit so uh yeah but they were great they were really, did really
0: they do a, like spinal tap style and play like a jazz fusion like the jazz fusions.
1: no there was a lot of there was a lot of talk in between songs though and uh yeah I didn't realize that they have uh, the bass player looks like he came out of the 1890s or something he had super long hair and a big like handlebar mustache um good bass player though that's what all the kids are. Into. Yeah, I guess. So that's all. That's what everyone doesn't date in Dayton, Ohio, I guess. Uh, yeah, but they were they were excellent. I would definitely go see them again. They were. Yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to catch
0: them one of these. Now, days. when
1: they'd ended, I actually went to their merch guy and asked for that new album because I figured they yes. must have it because he'd said, you know, we got a new album coming out, go get it. At the back. So dutifully, I trotted to the back and asked for it, and yes. all they had. And you were going to buy me? Yeah, I was. I was going to buy two, um, one for me, one for you. Uh, all they had was the CD. <laughs> so oh. So yeah. He mm-hmm. said vinyl comes out later this week, I think he said. Something like that. Uh, so
0: just our luck. Well hopefully we catch up with him later this year. Yeah.
1: So um that was
0: we'll have him on the podcast and suddenly twist his arm into sending us some stuff. Oh yeah,
1: he said he actually wants to come on. He actually wants to come yeah. on to talk up the new album and stuff and also talk why, about I,
0: why wouldn't he? Yeah, We're very artist friendly. And to
1: talk about the new uh uh what else is going on at a Rad Girlfriend, right?
0: I'm going to go bury my dog in the backyard now. Give me just a second. All right, man.
1: I'm <laughs> the dog. But she won't stay dead, just like that first band. And it's funny, man. Sheena, is, it is probably the sweetest dog I have ever met in my life. Like, the first time you meet a dog, sometimes they can be kind of standoffish, you know? Uh, but Sheena immediately runs up to you wagging her tail and, like, sniffing your hand and stuff. Just a super sweet dog, you know? But anyway, yes, I hope she lives for many, many more years after this.
2: Hey, this is Rev from the Drowns and you're listening to the Punk Till I Die podcast. Rock and roll!
1: Okay. All right. So, um, yeah, so, by now, dude, I am amazed how full the place is getting. Like I said, Monday night, I, I I wouldn't have been surprised if there was like 75 people there. But, yeah. After Raging by the time Raging Nathan's I had a hard time getting back to the mer- to the merch table. I mean that that's well, how crowded it was getting. It's
0: not a small place, it's an intimate place. It's a great place to a show. I think it holds four four hundred plus. Four hundred,
1: yeah, four hundred capacity. Um
0: I so it was probably at least three hundred there. I would
1: say when Teenage Ball Rocket came on, I would say I would say three fifty easily were in the place. Well, they usually play Cobra Lounge, which is about that capacity, right? It's funny, man, it was I was counting up. I've seen teenage teenage baller rocket more than probably I've seen any other band, which sounds mm. weird, but um,
0: not really. You go see them every time they're in town, pretty much. Well, over so well, last time when I went saw them Well,
1: and the funny thing is, I'd yeah. So they do play Chicago a lot, but I'd also seen them twice in Gainesville. I've seen yeah. them once down in Champagne. Um, I've seen them pretty much every venue in the city. I've seen them at Subterranean. I've seen them at Beat Kitchen. I've seen them at uh, uh, you know Metro. I've seen them here. Um, sure, it's weird. So, uh, yeah, the place was packed. I mean, packed, almost more packed than I've ever seen it, to, to be honest. Huh. Um, like, uncomfortably so, because Laura doesn't like big crowds that much. But we, Yeah,
0: I, I've been there once when it was sold out, and it was actually pretty miserable. Yeah.
1: So we actually, you know, on the right, like, I tried to go front and left, but I couldn't. It was too crowded. Um, sure. You know, on the right-hand side, there's, like, two stone steps for some reason down, downstairs. There's, just like, a little seating area. Yeah, well, yep. there's sitting. like a
0: wall. There's like a half wall almost that you can sit on. Exactly. Kind of, right?
1: And so that's actually where we went and sat. So we were to the side of the stage, but, um, you know, right right up front. I mean, it's not a big place. You're not far. No, oh, no, 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 not at all. It was just a weird sighting line, weird sight line, right? Hmm. Cause, so we were standing right in front of uh, Cody. Oh, well, to the just to the side of Cody. So that's the side of the stage we were on. So yeah. they came on and they did their... You know, it was a pretty regular set, to be honest. Probably
0: 45 minutes. I mean, they don't play longer than 45 minutes.
1: 45, yeah. The, the one time I saw them at Chop Shop when they headlined uh, for a pretty big show. Um, that was probably actually almost exactly a year ago. I don't know if you remember that. Um, they played with, uh, who's the guy from, uh, oh, Jesus Christ. Lawrence Arms, the, the singer guy. Oh, brilliant. He did, he did his comedy. He did his oh, really? He did his comedy shtick, and then there was. Was it funny? No, it was, it was all right. And then Brandon, and then two other bands. Uh, and then something. but Teenage had played for over an hour that night and that was way too fucking wow. long. But anyway, yeah, this was probably forty five minutes. And uh to be honest, I was probably one of the worst... Brennan Kelly. Brennan Kelly, yeah. Just kidding. Yeah. Or, um, or Brandon. Brandon or It was actually one of the worst times I'd seen him. I didn't huh. think they sounded particularly good. I didn't think they sounded particularly tight. And um I don't know. They just did, uh, huh. Ray kind of just looked half out of it. It, it was, it was kind of weird. Um,
0: didn't have the, didn't have the drug slash alcohol numbers quite right. Well,
1: well he's, his, and his voice sounded sharp, which was weird because they're going to Spain tomorrow. They're going on a tour. Yeah, they're yeah. going on a European tour so I don't know how the fuck that's going to work. But, huh. um, anyway, they played their regular set, all the hits, played a couple of love songs for Valentine's Day. They played a couple of new songs actually, which, which were good. And, um, huh. I don't know. I'm sure. I know. Oh yeah, and Jason. I uh, met Jason Baygood. He came up and said hello. We spoke a little bit, and then some other uh, person I'd never met before asked me if I was Neil McDougal, uh, who was sitting right by us on that little stone step thing, and a uh, super friendly guy. But I didn't have a chance to talk to him because Laura was like heading for the door, and that was at the end, and I headed out. You know. Did you catch his name? No, did not. Oh, huh. I didn't know if he was going to attack me. <laughs>
0: Probably one of the okay. guys from Fear, Fear City, they're going to come over to your house and
1: rough <laughs> you up a little bit. Well, no, I haven't said anything bad about Fear City yet. Um, mm. But uh, anyway,
0: yeah. Either that or you'd already met the guy a few times before, but you just, you just couldn't...
1: <laughs> no, I'd so. I, I, I remember this guy, believe me. Um, but yet, yeah, so the kids... Uh, yeah, the slam dancing kids. I think one of them got ejected, to be honest, uh, for maybe being a bit too really. Vigorous. There's, and, the
0: security is so light at Reggie.
1: Yeah, there was this one like hippie looking security dude um yeah
0: he's been there for he's been there forever he's got long hair he kind of pulls into a, like a point hill yep. in the back yeah, yeah, yeah and
1: he's wearing like a tie-dye sweatshirt so you can easily recognize him but i saw him as they run into the crowd and escort somebody out so one oh. one of these kids must have been a bit too aggressive or something
0: good get these whippersnappers out well because
1: there really wasn't room to do anything because like i said the place was yeah. fucking packed um so uh we left at the end of the regular set they did like two or three encores, songs, and I was like, yeah, it's okay. Laura was not feeling good by this time, so we left. But it was a good night. We had a great night. Just saw a ton of people, good. said hello to a lot of people. It was, it was an awesome, fun Monday night. Yeah,
0: you've been uh, rubbing elbows. I've been a little jealous. I've yeah. been a little, uh, kind of doing my own thing here. I haven't had a chance to rub elbows with the poor and unknown lately. So, so
1: I'm going uh, to play a Teenage Bottle Rocket song, not one I'd normally play. I'm going to play Rebound, which is off their first record, oh, yeah. I believe. Because um, yep. they played it, and it's one of my favorite TBR songs. So, uh, yeah, this is Teenage Bottle Rocket with Rebound. Teenage Bottle Rocket. There was. Is that your third song? That's my fourth. So I'm done. That's your fourth song. So yeah, you would ask me to a to get the Raging Nathan's new record for you, and b he had asked me about. I've seen there's been some new color variations. I've seen Teenage Bottle Rocket albums. Uh,
0: I have got the majority of the Bottle Rocket albums on CD. Okay. I have a. The newest two on vinyl, maybe the newest two on vinyl, or a couple of the newer ones. I know I had the newest one because you grabbed before me at one of the other shows. Yeah,
1: that's right. In fact, the woman that sells the merch you're like, still you're owes like me the money.
0: Single biggest, you're like the single biggest factor to keep them on tour. Just go to their merch booth, just feed them twenty.
1: She still owes me money because I gave her like a twenty or something for one of the for their album, and it was fifteen, and she didn't have five dollars change. Supposedly that was down in Champagne. So yeah, you owe me money, lady. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so they did probably raise wave or something but yeah you'd asked um because they they come out with some new cool looking color variation of one of the albums right well, I just was, kn-
0: that was on that was one of the fat the fat records yeah fat red records. it was
1: like white and like green and black all kind of st-
0: yeah it was the it was it was they came from the shadows yeah. the black with the green it hair. was really cool looking but they didn't because all their album covers are the same which is i don't know either brilliant or annoying depending on what day of the week it is
1: they didn't <laughs> they actually had for them they had very little merch there so it must have all been packed up and sent to Spain, I would imagine.
0: Uh yeah, because
1: usually they have six
0: different types of caps. Yeah,
1: yep, exactly. <laughs> and like a hundred t-shirts, but no, they only exactly. had like they had like four t-shirts, and they only had one record, and it wasn't that one. So huh. yeah, so I, I'm afraid you asked me for two things, I didn't get either one.
0: <laughs> well, I didn't think they would have the Fat rec records necessarily. No, okay. I mean, maybe, but I, I, I uh, yeah, no, it's all good, man. It's all good. We'll we'll have many opportunities to buy. I've actually been on a bit of a lull buying stuff. Um, I am kind of took a little break in January, and most of the stuff I've been ordering is like reissue stuff. Hmm,
1: okay.
0: Like I have nothing ordered right now, which is weird. And I got that stuff from Mark, the TKO stuff. I kind of knew that was coming, and I had one other thing I'd ordered that I knew was coming. Oh, what, and it's, did it's he, a week, what did he send you, by the
1: way? Let's let, let, let's hear what he uh, sent some you. Some
0: poison idea, some uh any scene i don't know we'll have to compare notes one of these days i know you got a little different stuff than i do yeah, i got a lot of singles and uh, three albums that's what i get. that savage beat did you get the savage beat no who was that like a double seven inch
1: uh, uh i don't think so no i
0: got a, i got a nice variety it was it was very nice very nice variety of stuff Yeah, cheers mark
1: that was really cool of you to do
0: i'm currently listening to pig's last stand which was the last live album recorded with pig champion poison idea pink champion pink champion it's got it's got the so the d side Neil. it's a double lp the d side is like a 15 minutes 15 minute wiper song oh weird okay in the front or on the front or something's called or something like that i don't know Hmm. i'm not super familiar with the wipers i i feel like they're one of those bands i need to i know you like them and a lot of people speak really highly of them i feel like they're one of those bands i need to check out a little
1: bit i do but i only know one album by them it's one of those type of bands you know what i mean they might have like 10 albums but i only have one but the one i have is good
0: i think the first couple are considered classics classics. yeah they're they're a portland band so i mean obviously it's a small world up there yeah for sure small world up there in the land of fruits and nuts
1: so yeah so i did i did two shows in three nights and i must say but i took tuesday off because i knew i'd be getting in reasonably late and we got i got in after midnight again which is late for me on a week on a work day so i was glad i took off tuesday um so that was that was good but there's actually a couple more shows coming up but I don't know if I'll make them. This weekend, I think Friday, the Mitochondriacs are playing. Um
0: yeah, that would be fun.
1: They're pl- and they're playing at a place I've never been to before called the Burlington on Fullerton. So uh, it's just like. See, I've heard of that venue, but yeah, yeah I've never been there. Small, small bar, uh, and then uh, there's another band playing at G man Tavern on Saturday called Deep Tunnel Project. I wouldn't mind seeing, but I don't know if hmm. I don't know if I'll make it out to to either one of those. We'll see.
0: <laughs> I you know, there's nothing going on here till March, so I'm sort of envious. It's pretty pretty typical though. But then, you know, and you were talking about how the bands are going to Europe. Every band's going to be on tour this spring. Yeah. Like, it's going to be one of those situations. And it's not, like, all my favorite bands, but there's a lot of shows that have a couple bands on. There A lot of them are bigger, like, package tours, and there's a couple bands I'd like to see or one or two. So I think I might have to – I don't know. I don't know exactly what I'm going to do you're going to come into if anybody. I don't know if we have a lot of local people in my area that listen to it, but but you're coming into town at the end of March, towards the end of March.
1: Yeah, for the meteors at uh, Tip yeah, Top. And we're going
0: to go see the meet, meteors at the Tip Top. So if anybody wants to hang out, anyone wants to meet the Englishman, the grumpy Englishman.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. That's
0: where we will be. Yeah. And come by as PVR if you want. Yeah. Um. And then, uh, and then a band that I really like is playing that same night at the Pyramid Scheme and the tip top does their shows early during the week which is pretty nice so like the first band will play at eight and there's only one opening band
1: okay so the medias might be done you by 10
0: years will go on at probably nine they'll probably be done by 10 10 30 i think we should be able to run over to the pyramid scheme and still catch the headlines that's so that's
1: city mouse right
0: yes well i'm a big fan of them. i know you don't even probably i know you probably don't know who they are they're a female front band too but they're
1: they're real cool are they know. local to you are they a Detroit band or something?
0: Uh, no, there's, I think they're – I can't remember where she's out of currently. She moves all over the place. Oh,
1: serial killer, huh? Okay.
0: Well, she was, they're originally from California, like Riverside, California, but I. But she lived in Lansing for a while, and I think she's in Florida or something. I don't know. Hmm.
1: So, um, and then on the – well, March 11th is that St. Patrick's Day show in Chicago with the Rum Jacks and Flatfoot uh, 56 and the Drowns, which I still yeah. keep hoping to talk you to coming down for it because that's going to be a hell of a I, time. I,
0: I should try to trade that weekend. Got to work that weekend, but I should. It's it's just a pain in the neck.
1: Get Scott. Get Scott
0: um, to I, do something I, good. Because I, I mean, we you know we've been kind of friendly with the Drowns now for a couple of years, and I just haven't got a chance to see them. And yeah. I really would like to. I mean, they never they
1: never tour the Midwest, even though they
0: don't even even though they don't drink anymore. I'd still like to catch up with them. Yeah, I
1: mean, they never play the Midwest, so this might be your only chance to, to see them. They can listen
0: listen list us ramble.
1: Yeah, exactly. They can yell, so, yell at yeah, us in person. I,
0: I, I haven't. <laughs> Close the door 100 on that it's still a, a hope is still alive on that. i know scott would like to come off of that one too uh dropping rivers are actually playing the sunday the next day here in grand rapids with the rum jacks oh okay um but so i'm still working on that what i really am struggling with neil is because i can't go I, I really can't go to punk art bowling this year actually can't's too strong a word but i really shouldn't and i'm not gonna but i can't like I just can't seem to close the door on the possibility. Like, even today, I was looking at plane tickets. Right. Um, Because I really do want to go. But I think I'm going to, because of my situation this year, I think I'm just going to have to settle for some, like, smaller, you know, try to find some smaller Joys. That's why I I told Matt when we were talking to him earlier, I'm coming one week before that down to see him, and we're going to do the Joey Ramone thing. I'm like, this is going to be my punk rock bowling, so let's do this thing up. Let's do it up right. So,
1: yeah, I mean w- I feel this, I feel the same way. Uh, you know, I, we had such a good time when we went there last last year that I would really really like to go and it seems very doable, not that ex- if I go by myself or something, not that expensive you know yeah com- comparatively. Well, that's
0: the thing my like my wife's not going wouldn't go this year So
1: there you go it would ju- yes let's, so dude, just, let's do it let's just me and you go
0: so it'd be it would be scott and i well here's the thing though if i do it i they do the show because it's over memorial day weekend they do the shows on saturday sunday monday i gotta go home on monday i, I couldn't stay till monday night mm-hmm. the way the flight schedule works i just couldn't do it hmm. so so we you know scott i think is up for it you know he's he's had some family issues that have kind of sorted themselves out so he's a little more inclined to do it and he said he, you know we can do it without our wives but I, I just don't know i don't know man all right i'm just like I said, well we still I got, got time. a little fi- I, I got a little financial insecurity and i uh i don't know we'll see all right anyways i just can't seem to slam the door on it but but uh, you know so but i am looking forward to what i just mentioned the going to get together with Matt we're going to make this into a this is going to be a fun event it's Friday night May 19th Joey Ramon's birthday he would be what year was he born 51 no idea he'd be 72 this year hmm. Old. he'd be an old geezer he'd almost be ready to die of old age if he was still alive <laughs> <laughs> um
1: put him in the ground again
0: these things have kind of taken off all over you know these Jerry Ramones birthday bash of course it was the original one they were doing at the CBGBs and I do it somewhere in New York now I don't know where but uh Indianapolis at punk rock night they've been doing them and Matt wanted to do one so we're going to we are going to be involved with uh you know anything Matt wants us to be involved with I'm more than happy to be involved with so we're going to go down to beautiful logosport indiana and we're gonna have a Joy ramon birthday bash that's the 19th of may you should all come down and hang out with us that's gonna be a lot of fun yeah
1: and
0: uh... dr disc from goldmine is gonna be there and he's got some cool stuff to give away and i even think he's got some ramones related stuff to give away and the I... he's got a signed wig by Mark.
1: <laughs> yes indeed that'll be good um i think uh the putts are gonna be playing right is that true or is that not true yes the
0: putts are booked the putts are booked, the putts are booked. so the putts are definitely playing Which so we're hoping to get three play? bands i think the putts don't play very often anymore right i think this is kind of a good get and matt's i think torn between trying to get a really really big splashy headliner or either the putts are putts are either going to play in the middle of the bill or they're going to be the headliner, depending on how it goes so okay cool we'll, we'll see but it'll be a fun event and uh, I don't know, I don't know if, you know, you, you and I probably have to talk about this a little more privately, but I don't know if we'll try to do like a live thing because we haven't really had much luck with the live podcast. But I think we'll at very least maybe set up a little computer in a corner somewhere and we can do some interviews that we can make into a show later, kind of grab some of the bands as they...
1: Yeah, I mean, it should. it shouldn't be that difficult for us to figure out how to... So how, how, is for how to set it up yes. so that, well I, I just need to buy a breakout box or something so that we can people can actually hear us in the venue while we're doing our show but we're also yeah. recording it on our on our laptop so we just need a breakout box of some kind so it can be plugged into the pa and be plugged into my mac at the same time so um we just need a little bit of learning to, to, to so figure I, that one I, out yeah
0: i don't I don't know how that'll turn out. And if, if we can figure that out, you know, maybe that's something we do or maybe we, I, I don't know, either way, we will have a presence there somehow oh, yeah, for and sure. we will. And uh yeah, it will be a good time. Yep. And you're coming in March. I'm looking forward to that. It's, you know, it's like if I have one thing, one fun thing per month to do, you know, it gives me a little bit of will to live. There you go. Yeah. So that's nice. Yep.
1: I Agreed. Hey, you should play another song.
0: Okay. So,
1: And tell me why you chose this one, because this one's interesting. Oh, I'm assuming you're going to play the Gooly one, right? So
0: last year, I was sick one week and I had a fill-in host. It was actually almost exactly a year ago, it Valentine's Day. Um, oh jesus i was we had we had uh, zach buzzkill on and i was ill and we had a fill-in host and uh he's actually here right now i'm gonna let him take over for a minute and introduce this song oh
1: jesus everyone hates everyone Uh, hates tender tom sorry uh hi this is (laughs) jesus i think tender tom went the other way uh... (laughs) hey
0: is that a gay joke i think
1: think that i think it's trans tom now
0: (laughs) (laughs) stop it you're breaking his concentration (laughs) Hey, everybody, this is Tender Tom. Really glad to be back with you. Hope everybody missed me.
1: Yeah, it's a big one, so, uh, Tender Tom.
0: So, this year, uh, I don't know if you heard about this, Neil, but Cappy Ghouli has actually released an entire album of Ramon's love songs. Do, are you
1: familiar with this? No, I am not, but by the sound of that, he, it's called, he might be the perfect get for the May 19th show. He's. It's called,
0: there you go. Yeah. It's called Ramones in Love, and it's literally an entire album of ballads, uh, Ramones ballads. And yesterday was Valentine's Day. And you know, Neil, you know what I always say? What
1: do you always say, TT?
0: I love love. Oh, Jesus. You you love love butt love. (laughs) <laughs> so anyway I want to play one of these I want to play one of these keppy Sorry. songs
1: keppy mm-hmm. just cancelled by the way hearing this <laughs> <laughs> I
0: want to one of these, play one of these keppy songs and I'm actually going to play probably the greatest of all the Ramones love songs you know I mean they they, they had a lot of them over the years but let's do the original let's do I want to be your boyfriend this is the Ramones being channeled the very dead Ramones being channeled through the very alive keppy Ghoulie. I want to be your boyfriend. Hey,
3: little girl, I want to be your boyfriend. Sweet little girl, I want to be your boyfriend. Do you love me, babe? What do you say? Do you love me, babe? What can I say? Cause I wanna be your boyfriend Hey, little girl I wanna be your boyfriend Sweet little girl wanna be your boyfriend
1: that was keppy gooly with i want let me to
0: tell you something let me tell you something about tender tom i kicked him to the curb again <laughs>
1: kick him in the balls but
0: uh he's the, there's there's nothing soft about this guy he's no poof i'll tell
1: you that <laughs> you're shaking you sure Matter he fact, sounds a little light, fact, light in the loafers know, over there
0: his tender approach gets him a lot more broads than your brusque approach does i guarantee you that <laughs> he... tender tom's laid more pipe than the, <laughs> the freaking plumbers union around here
1: yeah, yeah with dudes
0: <laughs> <laughs> so anyway anyway well so
1: yes. okay tell me about keppy Gooly seems to have a ton of vinyl coming out or records coming Let's out see, at The moment.
0: So, so he's he's actually doing his stuff for pirates press now so the the last one was a fun album that he did like a full band a stripped down band but he did like a bunch of like gothy kind of tunes right. He did like a peter murphy peter murphy song and a Songs, stuff yeah, like that's that. what I
1: thought you were going to be playing. I, I had no idea he was doing this Ramones thing, and maybe I will because they do. A,
0: you remember the uh, the Peter Murphy song "Cut You Up" from like the later eighties? Yeah. He covered that, and I lo- I love that original song, but I literally had forgotten about it. I hadn't heard it for like twenty five years, you know. Mm. But anyway, no, that's a cool album too. This one, see, I like this Ramones album. I actually just did a review of it. I, I like it, but the problem is that they're all every song is slow. Oh boy. Like you could really use uh like a, a pick me up. Steve the, Jones like,
1: would say, give it some bollocks.
0: Well, as I said as I said in my review, the beauty of the Ramones ballad was basically you get maybe one on each side or one per album. They would kind of break up basically like thirteen just choppy fast songs. Right, 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 right. So this is like all slow, so you need like one choppy fast song per side or something to kinda of... But it's a fun it's a fun album because <laughs> And a lot of people are going to say, oh, it's just like Elevator Ramones. But it's like you like the songs. You know what I mean? You already like the songs. So, you don't put that on. Give yourself a candle, a glass of wine.
1: Yeah, don't we already have that, though? Wasn't there already some kind make of some, lounge version just, of Ramon songs?
0: Make some sweet love, now.
1: <laughs> well, oh, he's back again. He's back again. No, Who let I, him in? I don't.
0: If, I tell you what. If there's lounge version of Ramones songs, I haven't bought it or heard oh, it. I mean, oh, no,
1: there is. Because there's also that lounge version of Misfits songs, too. Well, Nutley yeah, Brass, that, right? That Nutley brass, brass. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what? They, I don't know that there is a Ramones lounge one, but I think there might be a Ramones like kids one. No, does a, the the Nutley Brass do the Ramones too? Does, oh, do yeah, they really? There's two Nutley Brass records? Yeah, is nothing sacred to those Nutley Brass bastards?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Didn't is, isn't he also re-recording uh, Go, uh, Groovy Ghoulies albums too? He was, but now uh, Pirates seems to be reissuing them. Oh, the originals, or are they uh, yes, in- yes, the reissue, in- the originals. I was wondering if he owed maybe he owed Gish and the other I can't remember the other girl's name in the band, but maybe he owed them money or yeah, something.
0: Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know what I, I don't know what the deal is with that. I don't know. We've do you ever see them? I don't know. I never did. No. Yeah,
1: I saw them a couple times. They were really good, and
0: uh, I, uh, I like their music. I just uh, they weren't really super on my radar. I must say, back in the day, we actually did
1: a yeah when I did my short-lived skateboard company uh with Randy. Um we actually did a Groovy Ghoulies board. Uh oh. till Death to Us Party, yeah. Uh, we got Capi's So if off we everything. have
0: him on, he's gonna be like, Where's my money? <laughs> you still owe me money from that board. He <laughs> probably
1: made more money than I did. Um from that. But anyway, yeah, so we did a board for them. It was it was a cool skateboard, it was coffin shaped obviously. It was good.
0: Uh, so unfortunately Neil it's
1: that time again I gotta wrap it up yeah I know you do so we have only got one song left to play so, so play us so, out okay, with yeah. this so yeah
0: 77 at gmail of course yep we gotta we keep getting some letters a lot of you know More. the more people listen to us the more spam we get the more cool stuff we yep. get but it's funny Neil I was like I was gonna make a joke when I left I'm like oh I'm leaving the group the Facebook group in Neil's hands I hope there's some members left when I get back and it grew <laughs> see? see what grew, happens Neil.
1: yeah me with all my content
0: all my tender, they need, they they wanted less tender
1: Tom. I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did. They want, they want tender Tom out of the group. Yes. <laughs> but uh,
0: all right. Well, so yeah. Anyway, yeah. punki 77 Gmail. The the Facebook group is still a lot of fun. We're still having a lot of fun with the Facebook.
1: Yeah, and we group, still, so. and we still have, we still have t shirts and stuff on Loud Pizza. Um, oh yeah, yeah Loud Pizza. Or some t shirts and mugs that kind of. Yeah, stuff. Yeah. So I think, I'm, and out. I think I'm actually gonna gonna work with them to get some new merch, some new design t shirts, and then maybe like go. caps or Hats or something like that too, because uh, it's getting kind of stale. So we'll try and uh, we'll try and revamp some of the merch. Yeah, go. Neil's going
0: to go for a full line of merch. Yeah, there you it's go. Going to be like teenage bottle yep. Rockets
1: sweatpants and underpants. Yes, tend yes. to so, tend to Tom branded underpants.
0: <laughs> so this band that I'm going to finish with, this is sort of a cheating. I'm going to sort of cheat for the best of spam because it was it was put in the group and it was one of our australian friends yeah it was matt yeah matt Matt larock LaRock.
1: he was he was on episode 200 he was yes indeed
0: yeah yeah Yeah, our australian friend matt and uh i remember we had an australian guy but you know they all kind of sound the same i can't really (laughs) keep apart well they're him from
1: prison of course so you know you got to give them that exactly
0: and and unlike neil i don't despise every person who lives on the continent so i uh he put a record a new record by a band he threw it on the gauntlet he said this is it man this is the record of the year it's january and the band was called civic yeah i never heard of them they're from but australia they're Austra- Yeah, australian uh, australia they have kind of a surfy vibe
1: and yeah and kind of proto-punk they got a surfy yeah, proto-punk kind of punk thing like yeah.
0: a little bit of like radio Birdman, yeah. but like a little bit of like distorted like uh spits kind of yep. a fuzzy kind of a sound Real cool. So anyway, this week's best of spam is gonna be Civic and the song is called You know what song I picked? Born
1: in the Heat. Born in the Heat.
0: This song is called Born in the Heat.
1: That was civic uh with the last one of the night with born in the heat yeah look out for them it is a very very good album so the only problem with it is trying to there's nowhere to buy the vinyl from that's only cost sixty dollars to shoot. yeah right and it might take like six months to get here so uh good it's... luck with that but hopefully someone over here will distribute it maybe we can get uh uh josh from uh red girlfriend to to maybe to we should have
0: it. maybe we should have an australian guest on
1: I will do my best not or to would insult that be too them. Much for you. No, I'll be doing my best not to insult them. Uh, Who
0: do you think you're more likely to get beat up by, Australians or the Fear City guys? Well, the Fear City guys
1: live a little bit closer to me. <laughs>
0: That's true. But the, here's the thing with the Fear City guys: even though they're probably a little bit younger than you, they're not going to catch. No, you I cannot them for start. sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, they're all going to get yeah. winded real quick. Right? Even know, I
1: didn't say anything bad about them, there was just I just said they of a lot of friends.
0: I don't know them super well, but I, I dig that. I love every city's got that band, you know, like yep. Detroit's got a band called cold as life. It's just like that same kind of like never quite got really out of the city, yeah. but just as legendary in the city. Yeah. So,
1: yeah, 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 for sure. Um,
0: anyway. All right. I'm I, you know, go ahead. No, I was just
1: going to say no. So uh, thanks for listening, I have everybody.
0: I up my daughter. But yeah, thanks everybody. Yeah. I, I, the group, you know, it's, it's once again, I, you know, I, I continue to be amazed by how long we've been doing this and and how much Neil and I still get a kick out of it, honestly.
1: You don't. You know and what? I got how, the biggest kick out of today. Still
0: seem to be building. Our, how we still seem to be building our own. Yeah.
1: it's amazing. You know what? I was got the most kick out of today, Tom, when I posted a mm-hmm. new episode and I looked at some of the statistics of you know who our listeners are and where they're from and stuff. Yeah. The fact that we have five listeners in the People's Democratic Republic of Congo. <laughs> so a big thanks for listening a my big sh- my yeah. Brothers. yeah a big shout out to our to our <laughs> listeners in the congo you should write yeah, in sometime it, it, and say hello it's pretty wild it's like, right isn't it fucking prisoners. wild that there's yes. people no
0: that's that it is, that is well and like you said the dutch have come on real strong lately. i'm assuming
1: that was uh heather wheatman uh love i'm assuming oh, some okay. of that
0: i assume the dutch is because it's free
1: <laughs> well that too you cheap bastards it's not behind
0: a paywall yeah. dutchmen are cheap <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right, I'm, I must go. I can't insult any more racists today.
1: All right, then. Anyway, you know, smell you later. Keep a little mark in your heart. Keep a little tender time in your bathroom, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, stay free. Yep, yeah, keep a little mark in your heart, everybody. All right, guys, will smell you later.
2: Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, that brings us to the end of another show. hope you enjoyed it. Remember, keep a little mark in your heart, and we'll be back the same mark
3: time, same mark channel.
2: That's it, man. Game. Ah, ha, ha, ever get the feeling you've been cheated? Good night. What a fucking rotter.